Hey, welcome everybody to a new episode of the Review It Rob show. I am, of course, your host, Review It Rob, and I hope everybody had an enjoyable weekend. Hope everybody is refreshed and ready for a new episode of this show. And we got so much breaking news going on that I'm so excited to get to um, a little bit about what I've been going over this weekend, if anybody cares. Um, played some more until dawn, actually went through that game, finished it once again. Such a good and enjoyable game. I definitely highly suggest that if you have a PlayStation 4, please pick up that game and follow the uh, creators of that game as they're doing a uh, horror anthology series right now. So good. Uh, first time on this playthrough, I actually saved somebody I've never saved before, so that was cool. Um, and, you know, I'm probably going to play it again. I just love that game so much, enjoy it so much. Um, other than that, also, this weekend I did another Triple Treat of Flicks, so I'm going to be talking about three films on this one. Uh, bigger review at the end of the episode typical pace with this show news and then the review at the end uh the review at the end of this episode would be the film bloodshot which is very interesting um other than that you know same old same old going on here and um you know why don't we go ahead and jump into the news because we had some big breaking news that happened uh between episodes uh big stuff going on we've been waiting for this we've been hoping for this there's been so much social media going on about this there's been countless amounts of money spent on like billboards and everything like that about wanting this to happen and finally it has been confirmed it's officially happening once believed to be a myth something that never existed is now going to exist and it's going to exist on hbo max in 2021 so what possibly could i be talking about here none other than the long hoped for the long wanted the unbelievably um, unbelievable to ever to exist the snyder cut of justice league is officially happening ladies and gentlemen it is coming to the streaming service hbo max in 2021 and let me tell you i uh, personally was not interested in hbo max at all had no plans whatsoever of getting this service and you know what i'm sure uh the people over there with this service knew this as well so with a lot of people they're like uh, what are we gonna do to bring them in oh i don't know why don't we release this thing called the snyder cut that people believe exists but don't believe exists at the same time because there's never been any leeway with it now it's happening, man. I'm so excited about this. I've been vocal plenty of times how much I don't like the Justice League movie. There's parts of the movie I enjoy, without a doubt. But there's other parts of that film I just don't enjoy. And it's because mostly it's, you know, it was one film that got cut because of unfortunate circumstances that happened with Zack Snyder with, his fa with a family tragedy during the filming. And then they brought in another mind with a different, who obviously doesn't have Zack Snyder's mind. And just the movie became all a jumbled mesh jumbled mess and that's what essentially happened now we get the real deal we get the Zack Snyder's version and I'm so happy with that because again I've been very vocal I enjoy all the DCEU movies for what they are I've enjoyed them and I don't back off from that when people ask me why I enjoy them I do enjoy them so um the the film reportedly it's going to cost about 20 to 30 million dollars in order to properly finish the editing and visual effects for the uh original vision of the film which is great we're getting the a finished you know film now um the original post-production crew is also expected to return along with cast members to 
uh, the cast members are expected to return to record additional dialogue for the cut. So, I've read some more about this. The cast will return to do some recording, but they're not returning to shoot extra scenes. That that was brought up by uh, Zack Snyder, reportedly. It was brought up by him, and the execs over there said, no, we're not bringing them in, which, of course, you know, that's a lot of money and everything to reshoot and all that. So, fair enough, whatever. But, um... They're, they won't be coming back to shoot any additional scenes, but they're coming back to do some dialogue, which is awesome. And, you know, the cast has been vocal about wanting the Snyder Cut to be released, and they've been vocal now that they, uh, now that the cut is being released. Henry Cavill, um, cyborg actor, I'm forgetting his name, sorry. Um, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, of course, we all know his name. God, I felt really bad about that. I'm sorry, dude, to play cyborg. I apologize so much, because I know you listen to this show, and I apologize thoroughly for not knowing your name just then um but they've all been vocal about how happy they are the Snyder Cut's being released even some of them saying uh did I mention Henry Cavill Henry Cavill as well as talked about it um they've all said that they're happy that Zack Snyder's vision is finally being released to the world and you know what so many of us are right there with you this is big time news I'm so happy about this and I'm getting HBO Max now just because of this so 2021 HBO Max I will have you if I have you know Wi-Fi by then <laughs> um but uh, yeah, what's undecided so far about the Snyder Cut and what it will be on HBO Max is whether it will be a, a miniseries or a movie. Uh, basically, what they're saying is it could be uh, maybe a four-hour long movie or a miniseries. I'm perfectly fine with either one. Miniseries sounds really cool and interesting, to be honest with you, so that'd be, be a, a way to go. I'm down with it, but hey, nonetheless... We're finally getting the Snyder Cut, and this is big news for us uh, DCEU fans. And, you know, big news for the world to get to see this movie, because I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see what comes out of this and what we're actually, what the actual vision was. We've heard rumors about what could be in there. We've heard rumors of Green Lanterns being in there. Um, we've heard rumors of um, Martian Manhunter being in the film as well. So, so much stuff going on. So excited to get finally have this chapter brought to us. So good to know the Snyder Cut is real, and that we're really going to get to see it in uh, 2021. So, this, of course, big news, as mentioned before, so many people, countless amount of people saying, release the Snyder Cut, and now, years later, it's finally happening. Which has now led to more people being vocal about things on uh, social media, about what they would like to see. And an uprising has begun for... Um, Hashtag release the air cut of Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer, came out 2016. Been wild, wildly publicized. I've mentioned it um, on this show as well a couple times that a lot of footage was cut from Suicide Squad because of, you know, the tone being too dark and um, the Warner Brothers side wanting it to be a little bit lighter and they had a lot of stuff and it became, again, a jumbled mess. David Ayer has been very vocal on Twitter. He's been releasing images of the Joker. He recently, uh, Jared Leto's Joker, he's recently said he feels bad for Jared Leto because they shot so much and there's like at least an hour or more footage of Jared Leto as the Joker on the gunning room floor. And that got people like, hey, we want to see this. We want to see this film. Now with uh, the Snyder Cut being released, people are just going crazy for release the Ayer cut. And you know what? It looks like it could happen with uh, a couple of quotes have come out um, Twitter, like I mentioned, people are talking about the film a lot on Twitter, wanting the David Ayer cut, and people have been asking AT&T, who are a, uh, they're part of Warner Brothers, I think they own Warner Brothers, they're the parent company of Warner Brothers, and, you know, they've responded by saying, quote, one thing at a time, 
and quote, anything is possible, all it takes is a little magic. So, obviously we know the air cut exists. <laughs> you know, that right there kind of confirms the air cut exists. One thing at a time. They're going to see how many people show up for the Snyder Cut and how many people are already talking about this and talking about the Ayer Cut. I think there's a very good chance we're going to get the David Ayer Cut of Suicide Squad. And again, I'm super stoked and excited about this because I like the Suicide Squad movie. It's not the greatest movie ever. It's not a perfect movie by any means, but I enjoy that movie. been very vocal about how much I enjoy Jared Leto's Joker. So you're giving me more footage of him. Down for it, in for it. Super ready for it. Um, David Ayer himself has said that a director's cut of his DC Universe movie would be, quote, easy to complete. Also quoting, he said, It's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. The film I made has never been seen. Which, obviously, we've heard from, um, if you follow him on Twitter and other news pressings, that film was very heavily cut down. So, there's a good chance that the release the Ayer cut happens. I'm super stoked and excited for that because... Man, oh man, just a lot of stuff going on in the DCEU. I've been standing here with the DCEU as a huge DC fan and just wanting and so happy now to see that both of these films could be happening. And um, I'm ready for it. So much ready for this. I love the DC universe. So excited to see what happens in the future. So excited about what's going on here. It's just a lot of excitement for this DC fan. And by the way, um, I am a DC fan, but I can enjoy Marvel movies at the same time, so... No bias there by any means. I just enjoy DC more, and I'm so happy that we're getting more stuff going on with DC. Can't wait. Now, of course, as mentioned with all of this going on, release the Snyder Cut, release the Air Cut, people are getting, you know, the idea that, hey, maybe if we keep talking about this and doing stuff like this, we can get something we really want to see to happen. And another movement that is starting to kick up is um, release Solo 2 or make Solo 2. So, Solo 2, obviously, that would be a sequel to the Solo film that came out a couple years ago that was basically the Han Solo origin story film. There is now a fan campaign demanding for the Star Wars sequel, which, fair enough, I guess. Um, I remember watching the Solo movie once and not being utterly blown away by it, but there's some cool stuff in the film that I enjoy. Millie Clark's in it. She's a fantastic actress, so that's enjoyable. Um... But yeah, other than that, I don't know if I need a Solo 2 film. I know there's people out there that want it in good form and keep hoping for what you want, obviously. Um, the film did not do good, so that probably harshes the possibilities of a Solo 2. But hey, well, obviously with the Snyder Cut happening, anything can happen. If you're interested in a Solo 2, do your fan campaign and see what happens. Because Star Wars is a huge commodity and people love Star Wars and... You know, um, Donald Glover, Donald Glover, Donald Glover, right? <laughs> always mess up with him and Danny Glover. My bad. <laughs> but he's in it. He's fantastic in the film. People love him. People love Amelia Clark. They're wanting to see both of them come back for the film. So anything is possible. But a solo two, I'm not overly excited and looking forward to something like that happening. It is what it is. I've mentioned before, I'm not in hugely on the Star Wars stuff. I enjoy Star Wars with the Skywalker Saga films. Other than that, when it comes to Star Wars, I'm kind of out of the hunt. Um, out of the hunt. Out of the picture with a lot of the stuff. Enjoyed Rogue One a lot. Thought that was a fantastic film. Solo, you know, it, it, it was what it was for me. But, you know, hey, that's sparking up, and I just wonder what else is going to come from all these um, hashtags that can be happen on Twitter about films that people want to see happen. 
you know, um, maybe I should start one hashtag, give me a Power Rangers sequel, because that cast is amazing, <laughs> um, but that's not going to happen, they're moving forward with another Power Rangers movie, but nonetheless, awesome to see stuff happening, and, you know, like, keep voicing your opinion, because you matter, and as long as your opinion is not full of hate, and, you know, rhetoric of that nature, voice your opinion, and hopefully your movie can get made, you know, because, you know, whatever, but yeah, Stay away from hate and do it in the right way. Don't uh, wish death on anybody. Don't send death threats or anything like that. But, you know, of course, keep doing your hashtag. We want Solo 2. Hashtag release the air cut. All beautiful because we're getting the Snyder Cut and it's so exciting. Now, speaking of exciting, and for me, that's something that is very exciting is the Jurassic franchise. I love Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is my all-time favorite movie. Um, two and three, I go back and forth with those films. There's parts... Bits and pieces of each film that I do enjoy, of course. Love Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is my all-time, or my second favorite in the whole Jurassic franchise, which I know a lot of people hate that film. That's your prerogative. Me, personally, I love Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And we have Jurassic World Dominion coming. And super excited about that. I want to see what happens. Obviously, I don't want to spoil anything from Fallen Kingdom. If you haven't seen it, the time frame has, of course, exhausted itself as far as spoilers go for that film. But, you know... I've, you know, I don't like to spoil things, <laughs> um, but, you know, Dominion's coming, and it sounds like it's going to be a, just a big, huge, breathtaking film, uh, Colin Trevorrow, 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 however you want to pronounce his last name, he joined Instagram, he's been releasing photos every now and then, and behind the scenes photos, you see a snowy landscape, which is the first time ever we're going to see stuff like that in a Jurassic film, so, Big, big world possibilities happening with the Jurassic World Dominion franchise, or Jurassic World Dominion film. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is, it was long believed that Jurassic World Dominion was going to be the end. That was going to be it for um, this Jurassic, the Jurassic World franchise. It was going to be a trilogy, essentially, is what we were believed to understand. Um, of course, you know, anybody who's followed movies knows that Jurassic Park is a huge franchise and is very big deal. In that it will never actually 100% end, just like the Halloween franchise will never exactly 100% end, you know, things of that nature. But it came out early, came out last week that uh, one of the producers said this in an interview, said that, quote, it's the start of a new era. So, that's era, not error. The <laughs> um, start of a new era. So Jurassic World Dominion is starting up something and the Jurassic franchise that's just going to keep going, which is like, hugely exciting for this Jurassic nerd right here because I love dinosaurs. And, you know, Jurassic Park came out when I was very young. I want to say I was, what, five years old when that movie came out, give or take. And I've been in love with dinosaurs ever since. I've been in love with this franchise. So you tell me there's going to be more movies that are coming. I'm in. I'm in the bag for it. It's really exciting because I thought... Right, Jurassic World Dominion, that's going to be it. We're going to be done for a while until they decide to do another film. I don't have the time frame right now between Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World, but I believe it was a long time, <laughs> you know, and it felt like a long time between those films. So this kind of gives the hope that we'll probably take a couple years before there's another Jurassic film, but it's really cool that we're getting another one, and I'm really excited about that. And, you know, it's funny that that news came out because um, I've got my trip for... Halloween Horror Nights booked out right now, and I'm going to get there a day early before the rest of my friends, so kind of, because I'm, I'm a universal annual pass holder, big brag right there, <laughs> um, flexing hard on them, but <laughs> a 
probably the only time I could ever say that in my life and get away with it. But nonetheless, the thing I was thinking about doing is I'll get there a day early, you know, probably check into my hotel. I was thinking about going to the park. My typical tradition is go to the uh, Islands of Adventure. Pose, they got this great view where you can look across um, and see the Jurassic Discovery Center. You can see the Hogwarts Castle. You can see just a great landscape. You get some of Seuss Landing. You get some of the um, the Popeye stuff. And I don't know how much. I can't. I don't think you can see too much Superhero Island. But you can see it if you turn all the way. You know, but like photo-wise is what I'm talking about here. But it's just a great landscape of all the stuff you're going to get in Islands of Adventure. And it's like a tradition for me to take a picture there every year. There's construction going on right now on a Jurassic coaster. Which sounds like it's going to be a raptor coaster. Which just looks amazing. And I've seen construction videos or construction pictures of it. It looks fantastic with the uh, raptor encounter set up in there and everything. So, But anyways, what I was talking about, I'm going on a tangent. Um, I was thinking about, I'm going to get there early. So I was thinking going there and riding Jurassic Park ride. And then going back to my hotel. And just, you know, I love that whole Jurassic area. Again, I love Jurassic, I love the Jurassic franchise. So to be able to walk through all that and see the dinosaur footprints and Jurassic Park ride and the raptor encounter and all that fantastic stuff. Super excited. So I might, that might be my plan for right now. Still a little over three months away from that actually happening. But it seems like a solid plan. But nonetheless, um, Jurassic World Dominion is coming. And looks like we're starting a whole new era after this film. Keep feeling like I'm saying error instead of era. New era is beginning. And speaking of new, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be behind the camera. She is directing a horror film for Blumhouse. Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, stream queen. Halloween, uh, prom night, countless movies, right? So many Halloween movies as well. And she's returned for the uh, 2018 Halloween film with Blumhouse. She's in Halloween Kills that's coming out at the end of this year. Or towards the end of this year. And Halloween, I believe she's in Halloween Ends. We don't know. We'll see how Halloween Kills goes. But um, she's got a great great thing going on over there with uh, Blumhouse. And she is now going to be directing a horror film by the name of Mother Nature. Which sounds like it is a uh, climate-based kind of thriller movie. So... Which we kind of got with the movie Crawl. There was a uh, climate issue going on there. Storm happened. Flood happens. Yada yada. Alligators show up. Crawl was a decent movie. I'm not overly hyped about the movie Crawl like other people were. But it was a decent, you know, kind of monster alligator film. Uh, nonetheless, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis has a film coming that she'll be directing a horror film. Which is very interesting because I've heard her say it in interviews. There's this great documentary called uh, The Night She Came Home. Attached to the Halloween 35th anniversary Blu-ray DVD. Pick it up. Great. Love that documentary. But she said in it. She says in that documentary that. She's not a huge fan of the horror friend, uh, horror genre. She doesn't watch the horror genre all that much. So it's interesting that she's going to be directing a horror film. And she's obviously she's a scream queen. She's been throughout horror films with the Halloween films. Of course. Countless other horror movies. And. She was on the TV show uh, Scream Queens, which is a fantastic TV show. And I wish they would bring that back with all the stuff that's getting revived. I wish Fox would bring that movie back. Maybe that'll be the hashtag tangent I go on. Hashtag give me more Scream Queens. <laughs> of course, that sounds like I'm asking for Scream Queens instead of the TV show Scream Queens. So I'll have to, you know, never mind. Um, but nonetheless, that's really cool. It's interesting that she's going to be doing a horror. That she's going to be directing a horror movie. Um, 
not the first time she's directed anything. She directed some episodes of uh, Scream Queens. So it's really cool that she's doing that. It's interesting because she's not a horror fan. But obviously she's done horror movies. She's been around it throughout her life. So she would have something to do. And she would have something to know about horror. Uh, it's being reported that she and her... Uh, what is that? Comet Pictures have signed a three-year deal. A three-year first-look film and television deal with Blumhouse. And Mother Nature is part of that pack. So, there you go. Cool news. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming from Jamie Lee Curtis and Blumhouse. And, of course, including Halloween Kills coming out in October. And we'll see if she's in Halloween Ends. Who knows? We'll find out in October. Like, even, like, 12 episodes in, my voice is like, Hey, you were talking way too much, dude. Comment down. So... My voice is going in and out, of course. Um, let's see. Let's see what else we got going on. Jason Momoa. We all love him, right? Peter Dinklage. Love him as well, right? Loved them in Game of Thrones. They were awesome in it. Um, they are set to reunite in a legendary film. Uh, it's going to be an action horror movie called Good, Bad, and Undead. Uh, it's being... Let's see. The plot synopsis is billed as Midnight Run in a Bram Stoker... Stoker? Bram Stoker, <laughs> uh, Bram Stoker world. Quote, Dinklage will play Van Helsing. Last in a long line of vampire hunters, he develops an uneasy partnership with a vampire played by Jason Momoa. Which, I mean, come on, the hotness right there. Jason Momoa and he's a vampire? Come on. Um, let's see, who has taken a vow never to kill again? So, partnership with a vampire played by Jason Momoa who has taken a vow never to kill again. Together, they run a scam from town to town where Van Helsing pretends to vanquish the vampire for money. That sounds fun. But when a massive bounty is put on the vampire's head, everything in this dangerous world full of monsters and magic is now after them. Um, let's see. That sounds freaking awesome. That sounds amazing. I mean, Jason Momoa alone. Amazing, right? Come on. But that sounds amazingly fun. That sounds like a fun film that I am going to be very happy to see. Project is based on an original idea by uh, Damian Shannon and Mark Swift. They wrote Freddy vs. Jason and Friday the 13th, 2009. Two films, by the way, which I very much enjoy. And also, by the way, when people ask me, have asked me what my favorite Friday the 13th film is, I always say that uh, 2009 movie. Because it's really good. Fantastically done movie. So, that's awesome. I'm enjoying this movie. Called The Good, Bad, and Undead. I'm in. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Jason Momoa was originally attached to a f the Crow remake. Which never actually ended up happening. Unfortunately that fell through. I think there's writing issues and directing issues. There's like a huge thing with The Crow where they've tried to reboot this movie several times. It hasn't happened. Like maybe there's a curse with The Crow or something like that. Because unfortunately uh, Brandon Lee... Brandon Lee, I believe is in there. Yes, Brandon Lee. Um, he unfortunately died while filming. Uh, while filming. So, there's been like a, apparently, I believe people believe there's a curse attached to the crow. So, now we're going to get to see Jason Momoa. So, we're going to get to see uh, Jason Momoa, which by the way, I was all for him doing the crow remake. I thought he would have done a great job. But nonetheless, we're now going to see Jason Momoa in like a horror role, which is really cool. It sounds really exciting. So, Again, this movie sounds fun as hell, and I'm down for it. Um, let's see. Mindy Kaling, we love her. She was, of course, in The Office. She had her own show for a while as well. She has now been attached to write Legally Blonde 3. That's apparently happening. So 
Legally Blonde 3 will be coming out. Reese Witherspoon in 2018 agreed to do the film. We're going to get a Legally Blonde 3, so that's awesome. Um, all right, and let's see. Last two bits of news are TV news. So recently with everything going on in the world and people are kind of locked in, they've been doing a lot of live streaming um, or live tweeting while watching things. We've seen him for movies. And recently, Don Mancini, who's, of course, behind the franchise that I love very dearly, the Child's Play Chucky franchise, uh, the original one. He did a live tweet for the original Child's Play film. And, of course, news was brought up about the Chucky TV series that is coming to sci-fi, which I'm usually excited and stoked for because I love Chucky. Obviously, I don't need to go into that. You already know. So, we get a lot of news about the Chucky, and I'm going to go on with this. So, let's see. Um, he said, with this TV show, quote, with this TV show, our mission has been to preserve the straightforward scariness of the original film or the first couple of films, Mancini explains, which, you know, honestly, Child's Play, Child's Play 2 and Child's Play 3 were, you know, more serious than, of course, Bride of Chucky and, you know, things of that nature. Curse of Chucky kind of took it back to the serious route. Cult of Chucky brought it back to kind of the comedic route. And, yeah, we haven't any other ones since cult of yeah cult of chucky was the last chucky film revenge of chucky halloween horror nights remembrance once again was a scare zone which was kind of based off of the films but you know nonetheless uh continuing on he explains that but at the same time continue on with this ever-expanding tapestry of consistent story that we've spun over the course of seven movies in 30 some odd years. Chucky's been around for a long time. 30 years Chucky came out. The first film came out in 1988. Same year I was born baby. I think fans are really going to love. To see the new characters that we introduce. Into this realm. And just to see how they come off. Of our classic characters. Not just Chucky. But some of the others that you may be hoping to see. There's a good chance they may turn up. Which Jennifer Tilly. Obviously, she's already confirmed that she'll be back, which is awesome. We all love the Tilly. Or, you know, a vast majority of us love the Tilly. And I don't want to speak for everybody, but, I mean, it seems like a lot of people like her. Um, she also teased in his chat with uh, Sci-Fi Wire that I think the prospect of seeing Chucky sharpen his skills and add to his tool toolbox some of the technical goodies that we have at our disposal now, that's something I think people will find pretty interesting. It's also important to give Chucky new weapons, new strategies, and new targets, new goals. Chucky has a different goal in the TV show than he's ever had before, and it's specifically, pretty sure I said that word right, <laughs> something that is designed to evoke something that's going on in the Zedigus today. Zedigus, what a word. <laughs> uh, after, in the upcoming series, so the synopsis for the, I'm super stoked for the series, I love everything he's saying. We're getting more stuff with Chucky. Sounds like we're getting the classic stuff. We're going to get some new stuff. I'm so in. I was already in. I'm even in, I'm in even more now. But um, uh, based, basically what the series is going to be after a vintage Chucky doll turns up in a suburban yard sale. Fantastic. An idyllic, idyllic American town is thrown into chaos as a series of horrifying murders begin to expose the town's hypocrisies and secrets. Meanwhile, the arrival of enemies and allies from Chucky's past threatens to expose the truth behind the killings, as well as the demon doll's untold origins as a seemingly ordinary child who somehow became this notorious monster. So much going on with the show. 
so much excitement, so much love I'm going to have for this show. Oh, I can't wait. Please hurry up. Um, The show was supposed to film this summer, of course. Stupid virus happened, so now that's on hold. But it's coming, and I'm so excited about the show because this is going to be fantasticness in my life. And I need it. I always need it, and I love it. I'm so happy about it. Uh, last bit of news before I take a break. Take a pause for the cause, as I like to call it. Um, Batwoman. Batwoman is CW show, Belantiverse, Arrowverse, however you want to call it. CW, they have so many DC shows going on. Got hit with some out-of-nowhere news that Ruby Rose, the star of Batwoman, has left the series. Which is already picked up for a season two. So they were planning to do a season two, they're still planning to do a season two. But Ruby Rose left him so out of nowhere and shocking. It's like, what happened? You know, why is why did she leave? Well, apparently sources, and believe what you will about sources, but sources have claimed that Rose was unhappy with the long hours required as the lead of a 20-episode season. This led to friction on the set and eventually a decision by Rose and Warner Brothers Television to part ways. Which, by the way, if you're not willing to put up with a episode demand... Don't be an actor. Sorry, but don't be an actor. <laughs> Specifically, don't go out for lead roles. You know? Nonetheless. So what does that lead the show? The show was already picked up for a season two, and there will be a season two. They will be recasting the role um, of the main character of our Batwoman. And we'll go from there. Um, but nonetheless, Batwoman right now, we don't have one. But we will have one in the future, and we will have a break coming up right here with an awesome, awesome commercial. So stay tuned for both of those, and I will be back with some movie reviews. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, oh, wonderful. It comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! Oh, man. Oh, shit. 
Alright, welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back, you beautiful, beautiful people. Which, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned it on this episode yet, but thank you so much for your support. Always love it. I love having you join the show. Share it with your friends. Share it on other apps. As, but, nonetheless, thank you so much for joining me. So, this episode's review is going to be Bloodshot, which was part of my uh, Triple Trade of Flicks, which... I only mentioned that once on this episode, so I'll go into that again. Triple Trigger Flicks is when I hit a red box machine, pick out three movies, and watch them. Typically, the only rule with this is try to not pick a movie I've already seen in theaters unless I really want to see it again, or I need to change my mind on it. Other rule, pick at least one horror movie. So, uh, the films I picked out this week were Gretel and Hansel, um, or Hansel, uh, Capone, and, of course, Bloodshot. So, first film I'll start off with was Gretel and Hansel. I remember seeing the trailer in theaters. No interest in seeing that movie in theaters, right? So, but, you know, of course, I'll check a movie out when it's available to rent. Rented it. So glad I didn't see this movie in theaters. Did not enjoy a single second of this film. So much so, while I was watching the film, I could have sworn I was, like, two hours in at one point. I checked the time. 37 minutes. I was only in 37 minutes. This film just felt so long. It was just agonizingly long to me. Is how it felt like. And it's just, there was moments of the film like, come on. And, you know, I get it. Fairy tales are awesome. And it's cool when you can bring fairy tales to the screen and everything. But just, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel anything for this film. Um, sorry if you enjoyed the film. But, yeah, it did nothing for me. Capone, which stars uh, the wonderful Tom Hardy fantastic actor is playing of course Al Capone um during the final year of his life where he's having mental issues he's seeing visions he's um just going through a lot of a lot of things and it's, it's you know it's an interesting character study of somebody that's going through those things to where they're seeing these visions and they're seeing stuff that's not you know there and they're just not able to control themselves and things of that nature intriguing film to a degree but you know it didn't utterly blow me away by any means you know i thought tom hardy was great he's always great he's a fantastic actor but you know other than that it's a movie that you know it it, it was what it was not utterly fantastic not all that great good enough to not be bad you know which brings me to the third film bloodshot which again this is a film that i you know, going back to Capone, never heard anything about this film other than coming across a random article. And I think it's like a Redbox movie. It was created by Redbox Entertainment, which, honestly, I didn't know was a thing, but that's really cool. That the uh, creators over there at Redbox decided to start making films. That's a good idea. So, now back to Bloodshot. This is a movie I saw the trailer for. I heard that When I heard they were making the film, and they cast Vin Diesel, a couple things went through my mind. One being, wait a minute, isn't Jason David Frank playing this? Jason David Frank, Tommy Oliver, of course, with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Green Ranger, White Ranger, Neo Ranger, Dino Ranger, maybe. He's been a, a lot of different Power Rangers. True to the brand, which, you know, gave a lot of respect for it. My first ever favorite superhero was the Green Ranger. Um, And the White Ranger is my favorite superhero, by the way. But he was playing it. He's playing it on, what is it called? Bat in the Sun or something like that, which they put out some great content, by the way. So, my first thought was, well, that kind of sucks for Jason David Frank that he wasn't asked to be the movie actor for the film. 
but also at the same time, Jason Dave Frank's kind of a TV actor. No offense to him, seems like a cool dude, but he's a TV actor, he's not really a movie actor. And then, second part, Vin Diesel. Never been a fan of Vin Diesel. I'm gonna be completely upfront and honest with you, never been a fan of him. I don't know what it is, I've never been, I don't get the hype around Vin Diesel. I don't think he's a fantastic actor like a lot of people think he is, he just seems, doesn't seem like that great of an actor to me. Again, sorry if you're a Vin Diesel fan. Whatever, <laughs> you know. Just he's never, I've never been a big fan of him, so. Movie already, there's two points right there that I'm not interested in. Saw the trailer in theaters, thought, okay, this is going to be a CGI fest. And I don't like the actor. <laughs> not going to see this in theaters. Probably won't see this movie at all, was my first thoughts. Then, you know, of course, I'm like, you know, can't judge a movie before seeing it. That's like one of my rules. Can't really... Just judge and hate a movie without seeing it, because that's not fair. You know, that's not a fair thing to do, especially for somebody like myself that's supposed to be reviewing films and everything. I can't judge a film without seeing it, you know? Or I can, you know, judge the trailer from what I've seen, but I can't fully judge the movie, because trailers are hit and miss with how they're going to be, right? So, get the red box, I see it there. And, by, and again, like I mentioned, not a Vin Diesel fan. I, you know, excluding... The Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers stuff he's done, which honestly, he's probably got the greatest agent in the world. Because he's getting paid a lot of money to basically do, say, I am Groot, which anybody in their loving world can do, <laughs> you know. But he's getting paid tons of money for that. Not jealous. It's fantastic work. <laughs> it's fantastic that he's got an agent that good. And he was able to pull that off. But nonetheless, I see it there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. What can I lose? You know what? Going in expectations won't be that high so maybe just maybe this film can blow me away right so let's get to the synopsis of this film shall we let me go ahead and pull that up so based on the best-selling comic book by uh variant entertainment i believe is the comic book name variant is how you pronounce it whatever um based on the best-selling comic book vin diesel plays the star of the film of course by the name of uh ray garrison a soldier recently killed in action and brought back to life as a quote superhero by the name of bloodshot by the rst corporation now he has an army of nanotechnology in his veins he's an unstoppable force stronger than ever and able to heal so there you go kind of you know kind of draw comparisons robocop you know million dollar man universal soldier comparisons right so going to the film and I'm going to be completely honest with you on this. The movie did shock me. And it shocked me in the sense that I enjoyed the film. I actually really enjoyed this film. And you know me. I'm going to tell you how I feel about movies. I'm not going to be, you know, sugarcoated. I love Kevin Smith. I get compared to Kevin Smith a lot. And I love a lot of films that a lot of people don't like. And I seem very happy about a lot of stuff. I will tell you if I don't like a film. And I actually enjoyed this film a lot. Will I buy it and own it? No. But if it's on TV and there's nothing else on, I'll gladly watch it. I would check out. I would definitely check the movie out again um, because it was enjoyable. It's an enjoyable little action film. You know, it's. I actually said this while watching. I'm like, wow, I'm actually enjoying a Vin Diesel performance right now, and he's actually pretty good in the movie. It's the first time I've ever watched a Vin Diesel movie where he's not playing Groot. Where I'm like, hey, I like this. This isn't so bad. You know, because. And I haven't honestly, I haven't seen the what is it, the Pitch Black movie, Pitch Black series, or Riddick, or whatever it's called, I haven't seen them, maybe I'll enjoy them, you know, from trailer, look, they look like dark 
horror kind of films, so maybe I would enjoy those. Don't care for Fast and the Furious all that much. Didn't really get into the series until The Rock was there. I did a deep dive and watched the rest of the films. Don't care about the Fanta um, Fast and the Furious. I don't care about them. Um, but I will, of course, watch them to, you know, review them and all that. And fully judge how I feel about the film. Nonetheless, it's not about Fast and the Furious. But yeah, I was watching it. I'm like, you know what? I like Vin Diesel in this movie. He's not too bad. It's pretty enjoyable. Um, Story-wise, good enough. Not a fantastic, mind-blowing story, but good enough story for an action film. Um, there's some twists in it that aren't all that horrible. Uh, the action in the film, better than most action films I've seen lately. You know, not a huge CGI fest by any means. There's, of course, CGI in the film. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you kind of understand, especially with the nanotechnology and everything. If he's getting, if he's getting shot or blown up or what have you, you know, you see all this cool kind of CGI technology. If his the nanotech, the nan, the nanobots or whatever you want to call them, the nanotechnology, <laughs> um, coming back into him and all that, it's really cool stuff to see. Um, what was I thinking? Ah, uh, you know, of course, you know how I feel about action films. If it doesn't star Tom Cruise, the believability is kind of out of it. Because Tom Cruise does awesome stuff with action films. But, not to take away from this film. This film had some really good action moments. There's some fun stuff. Freaking dude gets slammed through a toilet. That's awesome, obviously. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's a solid it's a it's a it's a solid action movie. I'll give it that. Bloodshot is a solid action movie that, you know what? If you like action movies, see it. You'll have a good time with it. What's the worst that can happen? I told you already, I don't like Vin Diesel. I don't think he's that great of an actor. I enjoyed his performance in this movie, you know, absolutely enjoyed this performance in this movie, and for me to say that, that's huge, never liked the dude, <laughs> um, well, I mean, nothing against the dude, I don't know the dude, but never liked his acting, never been a fan, I enjoyed his performance in this movie, you know, uh, the action scene is good, the CGI, good, not over the top ridiculous, there is part of the movie, by the way, um, not to spoil anything, but there's, you know, the CGI is not that great. But other than that, other than that, like one part, the rest of the film CGI, really good. You know, solid action movie, solid action scenes. Damn it, Vin Diesel's good in it. So, you know what, I say I give Bloodshot a pass. I give Bloodshot a pass. Um, see it, I don't recommend owning it, of course, obviously. As mentioned before, if you're somebody who collects Vin Diesel movies, which just was hard for me to say because, you know, I don't like his performances that much. But if you are a fan of Vin Diesel, good for you. That's your prerogative. If you like to collect his movies, buy the freaking thing. Um, if you're like, I want to own all comic book movies, which is a lot of freaking movies, buy the freaking thing. I say see it. I absolutely say see it. What's it going to hurt you to rent it? What is it, like a dollar? I don't even know how much these movies are, and I rent them from Redbox all the time. What, less than $2, rent it for a night and watch it. Do it. Why not? What's the worst that can happen? I think Vin Diesel's performance is good in it. Breath, freaking unbelievable that I just said that again. <laughs> the action's good in it. The story's good enough. You know, for an action film, the story is good enough. I say see Bloodshot. Alright, well that do it for episode. I think that will just about wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, playing the whole song because I'm that kind of rebel. Man, I messed that up. I did not have the tune ready to go whatsoever, and we're keeping it in here because you know what? That's life. Life happens. 
not always going to be perfect all the time. And I think that's a great thing for people to know. You can't always be perfect all the time, but you can always be you. And that's what matters, ladies and gentlemen. So, that'll do it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed the review. Hopefully, I got you interested to see that movie. You know, because you know what? Better than anything. Brendan and Hansel, don't see that movie. <laughs> but Bloodshot, absolutely see it. That'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope you enjoyed the news brought to you. Hope you enjoyed the review. As always, thank you so much for your support. And of course, as I like to end the show, with a note of positivity, I just dropped some other positivity, but here's more for you. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Thank you for joining me. I will see all of you next week. Or talk to you all next week. Nonetheless, have a great time. Enjoy the episode. Can't wait to see you later. Or talk to you later. <laughs> what in, in any of this show, right? <laughs> I'm just rambling on. That's what I get for trying to add more talking after saying the motivational Dumbledore speech at the end. So, nonetheless, hope all of you find your happiness. Be peaceful with yourself. Love yourself. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.